Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, And me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Hello, the internet, and welcome to this episode of Trend Lasso. Seize Trend 3. Uh, I am Jack, and I'm thrilled to be joined by the writer and researcher for the Daily Zeitgeist, Mr. J.M. McNabb! Hello! Thank you for having me. And J.M., we are fortunate to be joined for our very first segment by super producer Becca Rama. Hello, hello! And we are thrilled... No. Just, just the three of us. What if I just kept introducing people? Yeah, <laughs> Becca, thank you, thank you for joining us on such short notice. Um, of course, you. There was an emergency. We, we did need to bring you in to uh, explain what is happening with Selena, Haley, Justin. For all the lasso heads out there, we'll get to it. Not really. We'll talk about some merch that they dropped. But this is a story that we were going to talk about yesterday. Didn't get to, but. Um, I have been seeing mention of some manner of controversy between (laughs) Selena Gomez, Haley, and Justin Bieber. And then you're saying brands are getting involved. What's that? Brands are getting involved. It came through one of my newsletters that I follow, Big Spaceship. But this tweet is from, or the thread is from, Sophia Rawls, spelled R-A-U-H-L-S at the end of that. But she tweeted, since it's Women's History Month, here's every brand slash company that it's disgracefully engaged in the recent witch hunt of Haley Bieber. I agree. I think it is really disgraceful. No matter what side you land on this debate, I think it is kind of just really gross to think that it's like, okay, to A, pit women against each other on the internet, and B, just, I, I, I don't even have proper words because A, I don't really enjoy these people. All of them involved. They're all rich celebrities, right? So like, how bad can we feel for a bunch of rich celebrities? So can you explain the, what the just controversy, like JM and I are fully on board. invested. There's so many things going on. We we know all about it, but you tell us. So we make sure that you're right. (laughs) JM and I, the the reason we had to bring you in, JM and I got into such a violent argument about, yeah, about this. On Jelena or... Be, I don't know what Justin Jaylee 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 and Jelena. Just okay, Daily. Just <laughs> between the three of them, 
No. So this has been a long going conversation for years and years and years in the pop culture community of Selena, Haley, Justin stands because Selena and Justin dated for many years, like seven or eight years, but it was on and off. Justin was notoriously not a great partner. He, uh, I don't want to say abused her. There's no allegations of that, but there was definitely cheating allegations and just general, you know, not healthy. It was a toxic relationship between the two of them. And they famously were together like months before Haley and Justin got together and got married. And it was supposed that he spent Valentine's Day with Selena the year that he started dating Haley, like literally days or weeks later. And so they this got is married what I that saw same that year. like he and uh, Selena went on a famous date where he mm-hmm. like rented out the Staples Center uh, yes. for their date and wa- yes. to watch uh, Titanic, I believe. Which I think so. Seems like a bad venue to watch a movie, personally. But when you got money, but, honey, yeah. you gotta make a statement. You gotta <laughs> not gotta see it statement. in a movie theater and instead in a massive... <laughs> it's uh, about saying that I can rent the stable center, yeah, you know? totally. But ever since Haley and Justin got together, there's been, from the Selena camp, this witch hunt against Haley Bieber, being like, she's copying Selena, she, she is such a mean girl, and I'm not going to negate any of those things. You know, she is a privileged white woman who married a man of her dreams that allegedly people are saying potentially her dad maybe arranged that a little bit. Uh, You know, who's to say? I'm not in these circles. But I don't think it's fair the hate she's been getting lately on the Internet. There's just been this split on TikTok where it's like supposedly Hailey Bieber sub tweeted in the form of a TikTok, a trend that was like, God's timing is always right uh, about Selena, basically kind of shitting on her. And then Selena famously was like, I'm getting off the internet right now. And then everyone was like, oh my God, Selena's mental health, like we must eat at Hailey Bieber. And then it's just been this war between Haley and Selena and people doing these super cuts of like taking videos out of context, being like, oh my God, Justin doesn't even like her. Like, And once again, not negating that those things are true because notoriously Justin seems like a bad partner. But I think that brings in the conversation. Why are we not talking about that? Why are we pitting two women against each other? One woman who seems very insecure in her marriage and in her relationship and in life. She's very young and is being pitted against one of the most famous people on the planet. Selena has the most Instagram followers in the world. Like She has been famous since she was four on Barney. You know, it's not easy competition, to say the least. Mm. So there's just a lot. I think people need to get offline and go touch grass, as we were mentioning on tomorrow's episode. (laughs) Like it is very much if you feel the need to get on the Internet and say something nasty about Haley and Selena in this specific context where none of us are involved in their relationships, their love lives, what goes on behind the scenes, honestly. And if you have any opinion on this conversation and you're not interrogating Justin Bieber of it all, then you're yeah. the problem. You know, like he so it seems is like the, the overall, common denominator. The overall trend is to just shit on Haley Bieber. Shit on Haley Bieber. Like yes. even at the Vanity Awards, people are taking clips of her being at the Vanity Fair, af- not Vanity Awards, excuse me, the Oscar Vanity Fair, Vanity Fair after party. Oscar after party, yeah. Um, she I mean, was let's be honest, she, there's the Vanity Awards. Let's say. Yeah. Vanity <laughs> Awards because everyone's looking Gorgina. Um, 
<laughs> no, but she's sitting there taking photos and like people are going in the photos behind her. And typically you have handlers that are like making sure no one's walking behind you to take these photos. And people are even taking that like clip of her looking upset from someone walking in her photos being like, yeah, see, even her team doesn't like her. Like everyone fucking hates this bitch. Oh like my God. it is crazy. <laughs> and it it's is, like, it you're really, not even yeah. there in those circles to know what's going on. You know, like get offline. Yeah. I don't like any of these people, but like, I'm not sitting here wanting to hate on either women. It is Women's History Month. This all is right. embarrassing for us. <laughs> so anyway, all that to say, this thread is just brands choosing Selena, like jumping on the hate train to shit on Haley. You got yeah. Duolingo in here. Duolingo. I always want to know what their opinion is on uh, you young Hulu people's relationship. Literally, you got Hulu commenting, literally being like, what language is this? And how can we start speaking it? AKA being like, I want to speak the language of Team Selena. You have Victoria's mm. Secret um, literally ripping up their ads that have Victoria, or that, I was about to say Victoria, they have Hailey Bieber on them. That's what? crazy. Yeah. You have uh, Facetune cutting Hailey Bieber out of this famous photo that Selena and Hailey took not too long ago that were supposed to be kind of squashing the beef between the two of them. Um, yeah, but what does Whataburger and Sunny D think of all this? Is <laughs> exactly. my question. Exactly, they say we don't know. We know you didn't ask, but we're Team Selena. Um, mm, yeah, Buzzfeed doing a Mean Girl attribution. Attribution. Wow, I can't speak today, y'all. Sorry. Um, Starbucks and Dutch Bros doing their tip jars as a Team Selena versus Team Haley. So Buzzfeed, I'm gonna allow it because they are just <laughs> like that's their point is to be like snarky memey yeah. like media company and like if the if it helps the starbucks employees get more get tips. tips sure and also they're not like being mean to one side or the other they're just putting their names on the tip jars whereas yeah i'll give like it to having, the coffee shops they yeah, can have the tips having a brand like a hamburger company that's probably <laughs> run by like some 67 year old white guy be like we know you didn't ask, but we're Team Selena is just like so disingenuous. We took a poll of everyone in the slaughterhouse. And yeah, exactly. <laughs> Literally, off. it's just it's it's just gross. And I just ask everyone. Yeah. I know this was a chaotic explanation. I've been just deep in it, y'all, on TikTok. Yeah. I just no. want y'all to interrogate the internalized misogyny, maybe, of choosing these two to be pitted against each other. Because yeah. at the end of the day, there's a long series of allegations and evidence that Justin Bieber is not great. And that's not to say that he hasn't suffered from, you know, mental health crises and that he hasn't gone through a lot as someone who was exploited as a pop star from a young age. But is he a sure. good partner to his wife? I don't think so, based on everything going on. Was he good partner to Selena Gomez? No. And I would never wish on Selena to get back with him. And I would sure. never wish on Haley to be having a bad partner like that's not good for anyone to have a, a partner who's not supportive who doesn't seem really interested in you who doesn't seem like they love you that yeah. sucks so there's my rant all right you're welcome well thank you i, I do feel like i now know what all of this bullshit means and i Team appreciate women. it and the listeners appreciate it yeah um i do think just like generally I do go online and just ask the internet for all my relationship advice. Uh, I think, yeah. I think it's good and smart and uh, they, they never failed me. Once I will say Arby's silence is deafening. <laughs> <laughs> all right. 
So on the Ted Lasso front, Nike just released some jerseys of the fake team from Ted Lasso, uh, complete with sponsorship from the also fictional tech startup uh, Banter. Uh, and you can buy those for the low, low price of $105. Um, the lasso heads are out here. Uh, apparently there was also a Ted Lasso Build-A-Bear that cost $84. But I, this is the last season, right? So they're trying to yeah. get in there. Get as much as you can, I guess. Yeah. I mean, I I like Ted Lasso, but uh, yeah, when you have a, a Build-A-Bear that looks like Jason Sudeikis, it makes it really hard to not turn against the show. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's a pretty cute Build-A-Bear. But I mean, I do. I did buy it. I did order it. But yeah, you know, I didn't feel good about it. <laughs> and then, just in keeping with our overall trend that we're seeing, where brands are the new protagonists, the the new like, if you want to make a movie, you want to get a movie greenlit, make a movie in which Wendy's is the protagonist, uh, <laughs> and people people will be on board. But the other problem i'm seeing with covering this trend from my end is the trailers look <laughs> like good to me <laughs> like yeah, the, yeah the air jordan trailer like air i mean it looks silly but it, it looks also like something that i'm going to have a good time at the movies just turning my brain off and watching and now there is a trailer out for a blackberry movie um and i don't know yeah like again it's it seems like a bad symptom for our culture overall that this is what we're making our movies about. But it also, as somebody who lives inside our culture, I am subject to its whims and am into these movies uh, because for the same reason that like, I don't know, Succession is popular, you know, Shakespeare wrote about the Royals, right? That's who runs the world now. And so of course we're going to want, to watch movies with brand protagonists, but the Blackberry movie looks like it's like a kind of rollicking comedy with Jay Baruchel, who I'm a fan of Len Howerton playing a evil corporate straight man. Um, looks like he shaved his head into a male pattern baldness for the role, which admirable commitment mm-hmm. looks like shit, uh, almost unrecognizable. Uh, but Jam, what what are your thoughts? Are you going to be blackberrying it up at the movie theaters? I probably will. Yeah, the thing I wanted to tell you about this movie is uh, it was actually directed by a friend of mine. Uh, oh, really? Matt. Yeah, and he's in it. He's uh, one of the guys. Uh, he's the guy that's not Jay Baruchel or uh, or Glenn Howerton. Um, oh, he so, had yeah. the line in the trailer that made me laugh out loud. Yeah, he was like pitching it based on Star Wars, <laughs> and then was like, "Wait, have you seen Star Wars?" Well, look at that. Yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, Matt and I went to uh, film school together and and stayed friends. Uh, yeah, no, hot so, damn. so I'll definitely be seeing it uh, at a certain point. <laughs> right. Uh, but he, you know, I was thinking about it. I hadn't watched the trailer until just before the podcast, and I was watching it. I was thinking of something Matt said a long time ago, which was, uh, remember the movie Primer, where they yeah. it's like the time travel movie, but it's a bunch of like you know. It's a lot of just guys building things. And, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. You, it's like it's a indie movie that is made on an indie budget, and like you can see that in almost every shot. But at the same time, it 
like it's ingenious like how they did it it has since become like a thing that is like known mostly for having annoying fans who want to explain it right yeah but it's yeah but i remember i remember at the time matt was like uh wasn't a fan of the movie which was surprising because most of the other people our age really liked it and i remember him saying that his problem with it was that like whenever you meet like tech guys like that like they're usually funny like they're joking around they're being silly they're goofing off as they're like you know working on things and right. the, all the people in the movie were just deadly serious the whole time yeah christopher nolan type shit yeah it's and i kind of forgotten like... about that until watching this trailer i was like oh this is kind of like that it's like yeah. one of these sort of serious movies about you know like the social network or something like we're creating this tech thing but then some of them are just silly right yeah so i mean yeah i'll go see it the other thing i was going to say is i think it's a i i'm guessing part of the reason why he wanted to make it is because and i didn't know this before this but uh the blackberry apparently was created in uh kitchener ontario which is like just a little past toronto like not too far from here so uh so there's like a local connection yeah so uh yeah I'm, i'm interested but I'm like you, like I, when I hear about these brand movies, my, I roll my eyes, but then I'm also like, I saw that Tetris trailer. I was like, Oh, this, this is what happened with Tetris. I guess I'll watch this. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I kind of learned my lesson with the social network where I was like, Ugh, this is going to be dog shit. Facebook sucks. And then the social network was pretty good. Everybody did. Everyone thought it was a joke. Yeah, it did make Mark Zuckerberg look both way cooler than he is in reality and also terrible. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> like, but anyways, let's take a quick break and we'll be right back. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. 
With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And we're back. And Aaron Rodgers is going to the Jets. Famously bad franchise. Do you follow uh, American football at all, Jam? No, not really. I know who Aaron Rodgers is, but uh, yeah, yeah, I didn't know he was going to the Jets. Now, is that official or is that just like a rumor? He said that he's preparing to play for the Jets or something like that, but it does seem like he is the level of um, talented, like famous and also annoying to work with that if he wants to do something in the franchise that he's with chooses not to do it, then he will make it annoying enough that they'll just like go ahead and do it. So I think it seems like his current team, the team he's been with his whole career, the Packers are working on getting him there. So we'll see. Um, But for some reason, just like when New York has interesting, compelling sports teams, I am more interested. Uh, Like I was, Excited that the Knicks were mounting a campaign to like be a pretty serious team in the East and the NBA. Um, and this, this at least gets me excited just because right. it's one of the big cities and they've had a rough run for a while when it comes to professional sports. And then just an update on something, a, a story that we talked about a while back um, that is now coming to fruition. Uh, so the, in the, this Vice article says, this week in news that is surely a sign of a healthy functioning society, an elementary school in Alabama has deployed a combination whiteboard, mass shooting, safe room, uh, meeting room, sensory deprivation chamber for overwhelmed students. Um, and this is, I remember it was in the me- immediate aftermath of one of the many mass shootings and just talking about how terrifying it is to send my kids to school and i think a lot of parents for them to send their kids to school and just know that that's a possibility and like this came up and i was like this is both like horrifying like just a horrifying sign of like a dystopian post-apocalyptic society and also like i would want that in my kids classroom assuming it works because yeah like just the idea of you know being in the position of those parents who are on the outside of the police tape as you're just like waiting for the results of a school shooting, you know, uh, like, and there's nothing you can do, like is one of the base nightmares that you have as a parent in this country. And so, um, yeah, both horrifying and also like 
totally see why schools would it's also just like the most american thing rather than like putting reasonable restrictions on gun access which would cut down on costs you just get rid of any restrictions on gun access but then also sell an additional product that can you know boost the economy yeah. uh and but of course like the there are questions about like how do schools afford this when there's no funding for schools like yeah it's teachers like we can't, can't even afford fucking school supplies how yeah it's like we afford? can't afford paper and chalk but yes yeah we'll put a bat cave in your school <laughs> right yeah so cool country uh but cool it's just yeah have. so much work compared to like you know yeah just enacting reasonable <laughs> gun control laws it's just uh, yeah regulations we're allergic to them folks or we've told we've convinced ourselves we're allergic to them anyways uh some people think tom cruise get the oscars because of nicole kidman so there's that that can't be right i know it seems like bullshit but it's, i feel like we see them together at events sometimes no that's what i thought but according to the daily mail jam oh, okay um so exactly <laughs> oh okay I assumed it was because there was the Scientology joke and they were like, okay, is he cool with this? And he was like, I will not be there. Um, we, they ran Elron hubba hubba past. Yes. Tom and Cruise's he had people. notes. They didn't take them and he was, uh, he was out. Yeah. That was kind of surprising that he wasn't there. Uh, because he, yeah, he was supposed to be, I think, but I can't imagine. He was supposed to. And like, I remember like in the cut, like the run up to it, people being like, and, Tom Cruise will be there and be like the center of attention because he like saved movies this year with right. Top Gun. Yeah, he was going to be like, yeah, I heard some people saying he was going to be like the Nicholson of the Oscars this year. Like they're going to put him front and center kind of. Yeah. He doesn't like the Elron Hubba Hubba jokes. <laughs> Tell you that much, folks. But they broke up like 25 years ago. Like, yeah. I, and they have this kids together. Like, yeah. This feels like a story that was put out by Tom Cruise's team to like just you know, smoke bomb, like yeah. a bunch of confusion. He, then, pr- he was probably just like expunging thetans somewhere. Right. Something. Yeah. Of course something, he or he jumping a motorcycle off of a cliff yeah. for some reason. That's what, that was the other excellent. So they, my guess based on my very limited understanding of how these things work is that his team put this anonymously sourced thing out there. Then not anonymously shot it down. It was like, actually he's uh, off shooting mission impossible eight. And there were unforeseen scheduling conflicts. And so it's just like, it creates a story that leads us off any uh, semblance of like what, what actually was going on. Or they just realized that people don't like seeing Tom Cruise. We like seeing Tom Cruise movies where he's pretending to be someone doing something dangerous, but like actually seeing Tom Cruise as himself out in the world, I think is probably less appealing and has the potential to uh, go off the rails. Like even when he does things like I remember during the pandemic, he did that uh, video where he just went to the movies. He went to go see Tenet. Yeah. And he very like intense strapped on it. a, yeah, he was super intense. And like, even that was like 30 seconds long and people were like, that was weird. Like, and all it was, was <laughs> him going to a movie. Yeah. Just does everything to the extreme. Yeah. Um, and he looked like Bane. He had this like giant mask on and it's like, oh, that's what, that's the kind of mask movie stars got. I'm just, I have like a piece of cotton. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
he had a he had one of the masks that like had the valves on it. Yeah, that, which we I think had already learned at that point that that was like good for protecting you, but like you were just shedding virus like when you wore it. But they were like, yeah, well, that doesn't really factor into what Tom Cruise wears on his face, guys. They're like, it's Tom Cruise. His people are like, I assume everyone want to be sprayed by his essence as yes. they sit for two and a half hours in a room with him. Did see him in person once. He is a glorious specimen of humanity. He appears to just like hover off the ground like a half inch at all times. It's pretty crazy. Those um, are the lifts. <laughs> oh, right, right. <laughs> uh, yeah. And he's like, shoes light up and he rolls around on them. <laughs> just got I'm unfamiliar with those kids' shoes. Um, Jam, thanks so much for doing it. Where can people find you, follow you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at JM McNabb again. All right. That's going to do it for us this afternoon. We are back tomorrow with a whole ass episode of the show. Until then, be kind to each other. Be kind to yourselves. Get the vaccine. Don't do nothing about white supremacy. And we'll talk to you all tomorrow. Bye. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.